0: In 1967, Roland Barthes wrote *La Mort de l'auteur, The Death of the Author, an essay proclaiming that the opinions of an author on what his text may mean are irrelevant to the interpretation of said text. In 2020, Julian and Magnus Dora decided that the author's abilities are just as irrelevant. This is Kill the Author.
1: Hello everyone, hello everyone, hello everyone, hello everyone, hello everybody, to a new episode Off, Kill the Author. I wanted to do the intro this time. Okay, do it, do it. I want all the glory. Come on, come on. Hello, author.
0: This is where we kill him. This is why I don't let you do the intro. (laughs) Okay, we're gonna kill the author now for the fifth time, I think. Welcome to episode five. So it's been, uh, this episode is probably gonna be like a day late. For all the attentive listeners out there who desperately uh, write us every time uh, asking,
1: year- where's the new episode? Who are yearning to listen to this. Yeah, we, who are
0: l- the large fan base because there is a surprising number of School Days fans out there.
1: Yes. We're like the opposite of them. Or or, we, or maybe we, we're not. We are the
0: counterculture. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe we're not the opposite of them, actually. Because...
1: I kind of get more of, and more of an appreciation for it the more I yeah. watch it. I thought earlier if if we're done with this and we're gonna rewatch the thing at a bad movie night, I would thoroughly enjoy it more than I, w- I ever have. Yeah, I would enjoy it a lot more because, like,
0: uh, I what what this episode, like this entire episode, not just we're talking about the second half of episode three now, and what not just the second half but both halves together have really shown me is there are people working on this show who are thinking through things the thing is this might be after rewatching it and putting all the notes down for it this might actually be my favorite episode of the show right now interesting episode three because like i had very specific opinions on this episode after watching the first half and making notes for it. Uh, we did our last episodes and all of that. But after this half, I had like completely opposite thoughts on the episode, which is kind of interesting because let, just just to give a quick, quick recap, uh, what we discovered last time, what we talked about was my, my take on the last episode was if Sekai wasn't there, everything would have gone all right. Everything, uh, like, the, all the issues in the episode were kind of caused by Sekai. And what the second half of the episode is doing for me, because, like, a core element of the second half of the episode is Sekai is barely there. Sekai isn't really involved in the relationship this during is, the this second half really, This is a new episode, really. Yeah, it's kind of like the opposite to the previous episode, where Sekai's meddling was ha- felt really hard. In this half of the episode, we get how the relationship works if Sek- Sekai isn't there. And it kind of shows that I was full of shit last time because it does not work, but it doesn't work in really interesting ways. I, I see what you mean already. Yeah. I, I, I didn't even think of that, but it makes sense. Yeah, let's get into that. Let's get into let's that. What it. happens in this half of the episode? So we, if we ended it last time on Kotonoha and Makoto meeting on the roof after Makoto wanted to apologize to her after Sekai told him to, and Kotonoha. Decided. Okay, I'm gonna see him after she had avoided him all morning.
1: Uh, we jump to the schoolyard, where we have a Sakai scene. Where we're not gonna see a lot of Sakai in this episode. Mm-hmm. And she, she's hanging out there alongside a bunch of other characters, most of which we've already met. There's Setsuna, mm-hmm. and there's Hik- Hikari or Hikari, and there's Nanami, who is new. Ah, right, boy. Boy, the one yeah. we the one we named boy. Yeah, Hikari
0: just has sort of a boyish haircut. I think that's the main reason we did that. We had
1: nicknames for them when we first watched the thing.
0: Yeah, we had nicknames for them based on their hair. <laughs> because that's the core defining characteristic of their character designs. Otherwise, they look all the same, basically. Setsuna's has red eyes. That's different. Yeah, right. So, we jump into this meeting between the girls. And uh, they start talking about... Basically about Sekai, mainly.
1: They're talking about Makoto and Sekai, Mm -hmm. which means that there's yet another scene to fail the Bechdel test. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, right. They're
0: talking, just talking about Makoto again. They're talking talking about about something else too, a Mm -hmm. bit later, but yeah.
1: So the very first thing that happens is that Hikari accuses Makoto of being bad. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Because apparently he's the reason why Sakai isn't really meeting up with him anymore.
0: Yeah, she also talks about the whole thing that was discovered previously in the episode where Hikari watched them on the train station. Mm. And yeah, that's why she thinks, oh, your boyfriend is betraying you or whatever. And also the conversation is brought up again that we've had before about is he your boyfriend? Is he not your boyfriend? Mm.
1: Yeah. That's really what Setsuna and Nanami... No, no, not Cessna. Cessna barely talks in this scene. That's really what Hikari and Nanami talk about in this scene. Mm -hmm. They again rightfully accuse Sakai of having feelings for Makoto. Mm -hmm. Like you hang out all the time constantly. Are you seriously not in a relationship or what?
0: Yeah. Also, like at first Hikari seems, seems to think that Makoto is coming on to her while she was the one who kind of started it with him by sitting down next to him when there was a chair change, I think, mm-hmm. in And they,
1: they accused Makoto of just using the chair seats to sit next to Sakai yeah. so that he could get to her.
0: There's also a small theme brought up here that's going to be relevant later on in the episode mm-hmm. where one of the arguments for why the two of them must be together is that they use first names with each other. Like, uh, Sekai calls him Makoto. She calls him by his first name instead of his last name, which in Japan, it's usually common that you talk to about class people if you're not very close to them with their last names.
1: So the conversation drifts off, and they start talking about the school festival again. It is brought up there that apparently maybe it's some kind of idea that whoever hangs out at the school festival together... Yeah, a prophecy is uttered. Whoever hangs out at the school festival
0: will be together after that.
1: Yet another urban myth, I
0: guess. <laughs> just another rule of the world. And the thing is, okay, this is going to be relevant because uh, I don't know if I've mentioned it last episode or just talked about it with you personally, but I've, I've looked up stuff on the internet about the game uh, and yeah, about you... the endings.
1: He mentioned that.
0: Yeah, and about a few things that, like, cause the way the ending develops. And the school festival plays a huge part in that. Like, who you choose at the school festival and how you act at the school festival in the game determines a huge amount of the outcome of the game.
1: So there might be some truth to this.
0: There might be some truth to this, and it also might be another, like, meta-commentary on graphic novels. Not graphic novels, visual novels. Because visual novels usually have this. Like, this is it's a stereotype, not just of anime, but of visual novel. The big school festival where they're all, I don't know, meeting up in kimonos and whoever dates whom is super important to them. It's the prom. It's basically the Japanese version of prom. The big festival thingy. Prom night.
1: Yeah, it's prom night. Whoever you hang out with prom night is, like, super exi- uh, uh, important. There's another interesting thing that I noticed about this conversation they're having. Mm-hmm. When they mention that, apparently whoever hangs out together at the school festival will become a couple forever. We see a shot of Hikari responding by saying, really? Immediately followed by someone off screen saying the school festival. It's we don't see who says it, but really? I I assume it's Sakai. That um Sekai after hearing this, she she thinks about something, mm-hmm. and I assume that either she has some kinds of plans about the school festival involving Makoto and Kotonoha, mm. or involving Makoto and herself. Mm. Okay. Uh, this is brought back at the end of the scene, when Sekai is just kind of sitting there, staring to the distance, thinking. Uh, she doesn't say anything else in the scene, mm-hmm. and in the background we have, as per the usual, Setsuna staring at her. Yeah. And this is brought back in the course ah, in the rest okay. of the episode.
0: I didn't get that connection at that point. That, like, this was supposed to signify, okay, she's fantasizing about what she might do at the school festival now. That's interesting.
1: That's how I understood this.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I didn't see that. Mm. And then at a later point in the episode, it is brought up again, yeah.
1: Setsuna is also mentioned to be the president I'm not sure what they, exactly yeah. they mean. I think I, of the school council or something I think, like that. I think either the committee that, that organizes this, the committee that organizes mm. this. Maybe she's the school's president. I don't know. Maybe Comedy, she's, committee probably makes more sense. Maybe she's J- Japan's
0: president. Maybe she is the president <laughs> of Japan. Maybe she's trying to fix the birth rate. Maybe <laughs> what? That, what That's talking? a big thing with the Japanese president. That there's way too low births. And uh, okay, it doesn't matter.
1: Uh, this, this is something for 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 the political podcast.
0: Strange political memes. We're talking about that <laughs> another day. So one other thing that is brought up in this conversation is that every class at the school festival does like something. Like in the there's something you have to prepare either
1: uh, either a cafe
0: or a haunted house or cafe whatever. Cafe and haunted house, yeah. which
1: made me question haunted house. This is the school festival, we're doing Haunted House. Haunted
0: House can't be that difficult. Like, you just put up a few walls so people walk through and then you dress up as something scary. I remember in our school festivals, like, having a small restaurant or having, like, something akin to a haunted house were the most popular options. Because those are both pretty easy to do and kind of fun. Yeah, your
1: school actually did things.
0: Yeah, our school did things. We had <laughs> like, did cool things. We had weird themed events. Like we had one all around countries where every class was assigned a country and we were supposed to like symbolize
1: them or something like that, represent them. Didn't you even do a thing where you invented a, a, a fake currency and you built an economy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had one. State. You built a state. We had one where
0: we built a country and we had to uh, choose who our mayor was going to, uh, how our president was going to be. In advance, which was of course like a popular person at our school, but also because we were a nerd school, it was actually someone who knew stuff about politics. Weren't you the judge? Uh, I was the judge, (laughs) You were the Supreme Court's judge. I was appointed the judge of our uh, court, which was pretty fun. Also, my class decided to, I think officially we had like, what was it, something like a hair salon, I think, officially. But in actuality, we printed fake money. Uh, You printed lots of fake money We printed fake money and ruined the currency Anyway, enough school days Let's talk about school days (laughs) Back to school days We're going back to the the... other main characters Kotonoha and Makoto Yes They're on the roof, the last we saw It looked like, ah, she finally Put her hand on her heart and said I'm gonna go to him, I'm not gonna avoid him any longer And now we see them just sitting up there Kind of awkwardly
1: Yeah Makoto asks Katonoha if she's still mad about yesterday. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. It wasn't really a major thing.
0: Yeah, but also the wording here made me a bit. The reason he's here is because Sekai told him to say sorry to her up there. He does not say sorry. Yeah, he, he says, "Are you still mad?" He
1: really likes he really doesn't like apologizing. Yeah. And her response is, "No." That she's not, mm-hmm. which is strange because I thought she came up to the roof to talk to him about this. Yeah, and then I guess she lost her. She bailed. That she lost her nerve. That does
0: happen with her. There's also a bit later in the episode where she does something th- similar, I think. But yeah, it it feels like Makoto is a bit lost in this too because he just like, are, are you still mad without like clear understanding of what he did wrong? Which is like this whole situation. Sikai told him to say, sorry, but he doesn't really know what was the thing
1: that I fucked up here. But then he, he asks again. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, but she doesn't answer him. And he changes the subject and instead brings up her sister again.
0: Yeah, the that she, she wanted to meet him and that he wanted to come over for that. Which Kotonoha basically, like, says... Ah, that would be a bit much right now.
1: Yeah, because he also specifically says, how about today? Yeah. He goes too far. Yeah, like she's uh, clearly
0: still kind of hurt by this situation. He is moving too fast. She just just got to the point where she's meeting him again and she's immediately like, okay, I want to go over to your house. But she does hand him like an olive branch of, how about Sunday? Today is too much for me. How about we meet on Sunday? Uh,
1: so he says that this is okay with him, but he also completely freaks out. Yeah, like he overreacts incredibly in this situation. And he touches her again, like he grabs her hand, yeah. which she clearly doesn't isn't happy about.
0: Yeah, she uh, gives. She's kind of like uh, she she she's making a move back when he does that, as per the usual. Yeah, she offers a meeting to him at a bit of a later date and he immediately takes it too far again. Which, after the last episode, where I thought Sekai is the issue in the situation, this scene is really effective. Like, this scene of Sekai not being there is incredibly effective at showing what the actual issues in their relationship are. Which is just, they're on completely different wavelengths. He doesn't get her, really. And... That's the main thing, like, he operates on a completely different basis than she does. He's always making her uncomfortable, he's always going a step too far, and, like, while most of the conversation, it seems like he's trying to be as respectful as possible, it really does seem like it's all just because Sikai told him to. Because as soon as he has an option of not talking about what she feels anymore, he jumps out of it and is like, Oh, I get to visit you? Oh, how cool. What should I wear? He makes it completely about himself again. So, when want to move on back to the radish bar? I'm just... um, I- I'm not ready again. <laughs> I'm not ready yet again to go back to the radish bar.
1: Yeah. So how does the scene
0: start? Uh, with an ass shot. I noted that Technically,
1: down. it starts with an establishing shot of the reddish part yes, followed by an ass, followed ass shot. Followed
0: by an ass shot. I specifically wrote down that the physicality of her uniform only makes sense if it's stuck between Sikai's ass cheeks, because we clearly see the shape of them and like a small bit of the hem standing out at a strong angle. So it must be stuck between her ass cheeks. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense that the uniform is acting with this
1: physicality. Also, <laughs> I- <laughs> just going to continue on after I said that, huh? No, I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> also, shiny legs. I talked about this before. Yeah, the sausage legs. The- <laughs> uh, so this time, we know for sure that they definitely didn't just come out of the shower. At least I don't That's think she true, did. Yeah. They just have sausage legs. Maybe she's just very sweaty. You Maybe. Know? Maybe life we, just, we, we don't know how hot it is. is Maybe it the
0: there. uniform is like that because it's extremely hot in the radish bar. <laughs> Maybe it's just the right heat to boil a radish. Whatever that heat is. (laughs) It's a radish heat. (laughs) Welcome to the radish bar. Ready for the radish heat? (laughs) But the radish heat doesn't seem to bother Setsuna. Because Setsuna shows up. Amazing transition. Oh, nail it. (laughs) Uh, Setsuna comes in.
1: Doing Setsuna things like staring at her. Hmm. They have a little bit of small talk, but of course Setsuna acts really suspicious.
0: Yeah, she orders something to eat there real quick mm-hmm. and wants to talk Wait. to Sakai after she's done.
1: Yeah, they want to talk after she's done, so she orders. Hang <laughs> on. Of course, you wrote it down. I I only memorized one part of it. Uh, she orders a limited time Shiratama Ani Anmitsu dessert topped with matcha. And to explain what this is, it's <sighs> a dessert cup filled with aga-aga jelly, fresh fruits. Mochi, anko, and green tea ice cream. And to explain what that means... That actually sounds really good. Yeah, aga aga jelly. I looked up what that is. It's a type of jelly made of algae that -hmm. is occasionally used in Eastern Asian cuisine. Mm. And sometimes in other cuisines too as a a vegan substitute for um, gelatin. Ah, okay. Yeah, in the EU it is classified as a food additive under the number E406. Now you have that information.
0: Great, maybe Setsuna is a vegetarian or a vegan. Maybe we just figured that part out. Yes, mochis are little balls that are amazing. I love them. Yeah, you, you should go to the nearest Asia food store and buy mochis right mm. now. They're incredible. And uh, what was the last thing? Here's I'm the part. Wait, I'm not done. You're not done with the, with the food? Yes. Because I have something important to say about the drink. But you continue on with the food then.
1: Uh, yeah, there's something about that too. So she also ordered so there's anko in there. Anko is a red bean paste. Ah yeah, bean I, paste. I, th- I assume it's the same stuff that's like in mochi sometimes.
0: Yeah, exactly. I it's love really that. good. It's really good.
1: Yeah, she also orders iced coffee
0: without sugar, which is the thing I mm-hmm. memorized because that clearly shows that she's a psychopath. Because who orders iced coffee without sugar? Iced coffee without sugar is like. Have you ever d- made yourself a pot of coffee and then just let it hang there for like a day? Do you and want then it put it in your cup? <laughs> Are you curious what bitter tastes like? Do you want some of that cold bean mush? Maybe <laughs> it's it's disgusting. A friend of mine, I I once I have a vivid memory of that. I once went to a, like a movie night with a friend of mine, and that's the movie night where I for the first time watched The Dark Knight. That okay. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but. He offered us, like, hey, do you want iced coffee? That was before I really started drinking coffee altogether. And his idea of iced coffee was take a cup of water with ice cubes in it and then put instant coffee in there and then just stir it with a uh, a spoon. And then just give that to someone. So it was like instant coffee, made cold, with ice cubes. And... Someone who would willingly order that is someone I cannot trust. Maybe this is supposed to inform Setsna's character as like this very... Let's say stoic
1: figure. But she orders this like really nice cup too. I mean, it's possible that maybe when she says no sugar, she means no real sugar. Mm. So maybe there's some kind of substitute in there instead.
0: Or no additional sugar. Or it's just faulty subtitles again, which also happens at some point. Who knows? Who knows anyway? After this incredibly important food ordering, we get to the outside, where after her shift is over,
1: Sekai just goes for a walk with Setsuna. Mm -hmm. So Sekai mentions how long they've known each other, which is... Good information to have. They've known each other for a long time.
0: Yeah, which also implies that, once again, Setsuna isn't a small child. uh, Because then she might not have had the ability to know her for a long time.
1: We've already assumed that they're probably good friends. Because Setsuna seems to worry a lot about Sakai.
0: Yeah. And... Setsna clearly wants to tell her something, but she's being mysterious again. And Sekai has to sort of like go the answer out of her. What is she worried about? Mm. What is she trying to tell her?
1: So, for the rest of the scene, I simply wrote down, We get the, the room talk. And that's mm. all I wrote down. Yeah. They have this conversation again.
0: It's it's like the breast cancer talk in the room. Uh, not the breast cancer, the you're <laughs> not, you're not, you don't love I don't Johnny love him anymore. Johnny. I don't love Johnny. You should He's love Johnny. He's good for you.
1: He provides for you in And Honey, Tani, you, you can support yourself.
0: yourself. <laughs> we have we have this conversation. In this in this show, that conversation is... Do you love Makoto? And she's always like, what? No, you're silly. I don't love him. I'm just friends with him. <laughs> but you do love him, though. We have that conversation again. And Setsuna which was like foreshadowed by the previous conversation where where, where as you mentioned she saw Sikai just sort of looking into the distance uh, thinking about the school festival she once again asks her okay but do you do you actually love him and Sikai once again says no i don't and by the end of it Setsuna says i understand with her blank expression which to me, it um, could be read two ways. Either in the way of... Okay, understand. You don't love him. All right. Or in the way of... By your reaction, I understand that you do actually love him, though. You actually do love him, though.
1: It's hard to read Setsuna. It's hard to she read her. She has no expression on her face. She has red eyes, and that's all the expression she gets. So then we get a very short scene of Kotonoha... No. Of Makoto in his place. He's... Basically getting ready to mm-hmm. meet up with Kotonoha in her house, meet her family. Mm-hmm. And he has a little flashback there uh, while yes. he's getting so ready in A conversation we didn't get to see. Yeah, and while he's riding on the train. And that one's a little bit strange. Yeah. I noted something down about that. I assume it's the same thing. Just say what you noted down. So she says for a second, like... Apparently, I assume they had this conversation on the phone. Because mm-hmm. I don't know when else they would have had it. Yeah. Maybe after class. I don't know. She says something like, Me, I have worked that day. Mm-hmm. And that implies that... He asked her to come along again. Which is...
0: What is wrong with you, Makoto, at this point? Yeah, I mean, he he did the same thing when he wanted to apologize to Kotonoha. But this made more sense to me this time than with that time because what the scene on the roof showed is that he has a really hard time talking with Kotonoha if sekai isn't there because he at this point partially because of sekai always telling him he's doing things wrong i think he just thinks he needs her there to like be able to understand what Kotonoha means i think he's kind of completely lost the confidence in understanding Kotonoha at this point and to him, Sekai is sort of the thing that makes things always work out. Because what if he hadn't come to apologize to her? I mean, he didn't apologize to her in the end, but what if
1: he hadn't come up there? So he arrives at Kotonoha's place, mm. Um he like knocks at the door or rings the doorbell. I don't remember. And Kokoro comes out and refers to him as Onichan, which I, which I happen to know means big brother. Yeah, I which just know also that. the
0: subtitles say that. But yeah, yeah. sure Kuto, uh, Kokoro being the little sister of Kotonoha.
1: Yeah, one of the definitely most important characters. Yeah. According to the Google listing, more important than Makoto.
0: The only female character that doesn't show up in uh, in the opening. Thank God. And then uh, that is followed by a small montage.
1: We get another little clip show. Kotonoha is there. Everyone's having fun. Everyone's mm. just playing around. Though it seems for the most part that... Koto, like It seems Mikoto and Kokoro are just having fun And mm. getting along But Kotonoha doesn't seem happy Not very happy at least mm-hmm. Like if, if, like they, they're enjoying themselves But Kotonoha, she doesn't seem that happy Okay, so you didn't notice this I didn't write
0: down any specifics I wrote down something specific That I noticed that I thought you might not have caught So there's one shot in there which kind of like changes how this goes like we see all three of them playing together and then we see a shot of Makoto on on his forelegs He has his hands down and is on his knees and in his mouth. He has a Pocky Which is like these small uh, Chocolate covered Sweets that are pretty much long and kind of shaped like a pencil. You've probably seen a Pocky before Which he holds in his mouth at one end and Kotonoha is standing a bit off to the side and looking away in shame. And Kokoro stands between them and looks confused. Which is then followed by Kokoro jumping on Makoto's back and him playing horsey for her. For a few shots. I assume that Makoto was trying to play the Pocky game. The Pocky game is where you have oh my one God. end of the Pocky okay. in the mouth. And another person has the other end of the
1: Pocky Wasn't in their that mouth. There was the shot directly before that, though. What was that shot? The shot was both of them having the thing in both of their mouths. Yeah, yeah. And then she got
0: away from him. I think that is what happened. Like, she chickened out. She didn't want to continue with mm. this.
1: I saw this, but I didn't think anything
0: about it. Yeah, so I assumed he sort of started it. And the way the game goes is both of them eat ends of the Pocky until their lips get together. Which... Is also part of like Makoto's mission since the start. Like since episode 2. He's trying to get a kiss from Kotonoha. That's what he's been trying since the cinema. Even earlier if you want to be... But he has gotten a kiss. He has gotten gotten a kiss. But it's not enough for him. Like he wants this to continue on. He wants things to finally be easy and to get what he wants. Which is something that will be reflected later on in the episode 2. So after this small clip shlip, clip show here what do we get?
1: We get Kotonoha. She's making tea for everyone. So everyone's done now playing around. Makoto comments on how much like energy Kokoro has. Mm. And of course immediately followed by Kotonoha apologizing for how yeah. much energy her sister has. K-
0: Kokoro in general just seems a lot more like an open person than Kotonoha who seems kind of, like, laid-back, but Kokoro is very direct. She's also a small girl, though, so maybe you shouldn't think too much
1: into that. And then we get to the thing I talked about in the last episode, Mm -hmm. which is that Kokoro is confused about and asks why Makoto refers to Kotonoha by her last name. Yeah,
0: Which, again, like, is a direct reflection of the earlier scene where... Sekai's friends were talking about hey you call him by your first name by his first name and he calls you by your first name how how come how is that and yeah how is that how come they call each other by the first name he just doesn't sort of it seems like he doesn't have an answer for that they're just sort of sitting there and it's kind of awkward that's kind of all there is to it this is followed like this is basically the end of the scene
1: yeah i have one more thing there's a white shot visible at the very ending. I don't have an interpretation for it, but I made a screenshot because it kind of looked bad. <laughs> Just bad.
0: I, I, I know what you mean, because I thought in this scene specifically, something's off here. No, so... Yeah. So the one thing I see is... First of all, Makoto's eyes are on opposite <laughs> sides of his head. Like, I noticed that. <laughs> I looks noticed like that a too. fish. It's like <laughs> and the other thing is, the intersection between his legs and his body... i just saw that (laughs) his legs are super tiny it looks so funny just the way the shot is framed like his torso is so long in comparison to his legs it's kind of a weird shot this show is full
1: of like underfunded looking art i'm just seeing i just saw that he's wearing blue slippers and everyone else is wearing slippers too, so. In various colors. Yeah, but so did she have an additional pair of blue slippers or did he bring his own slippers? Maybe he
0: did, I don't know. Do I guests don't know.
1: bring their own slippers?
0: I don't know that much about Japanese <laughs> uh, visiting culture. Guests bring their own slippers. Or you just have a few visitor slippers laying around all the time. I mean, you can wear your shoes indoors. Just to add to that, because Americans won't understand if they listen to this episode, you also don't wear your shoes indoors in Germany. Here, that also isn't a cool thing. No, you, you you walk around in f- socks. Do you just point. walk around in socks? What do you need, like, slippers for?
1: <laughs> You're gonna get the
0: gravel everywhere. Yeah, you can just, you know, just wear... Oh, uh, uh, If your reaction to that is, what is my shoes? So- socks get dirty then. Yeah, then change your socks. You should change your socks, like, every day or every two days at least. It's gross. You can't just throw your shoes in the washing machine. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Okay, after this important slipper scene, we cut to Kotonoha, assume, in my assumption, walking Makoto to the train station. Because she mentioned before that there's, like, a pretty long way between her house and the train station. Mm -hmm. So she's kind of walking him back there. And they're talking while they do that.
1: So he's really... Confused about the fact that she seems to care so much about the name thing.
0: That her sister seems to care so much about the Mm -hmm. name thing. Which, by the way, Kotonoha apologizes for. Of course. In that scene. She always apologizes. Yeah. And he basically says, like, do you actually care about that? And I think her reaction to that is pretty important. Mm -hmm. Because she's, like, abrasive about it.
1: Yeah. She's like, I do care. And then
0: immediately, like, goes back to... Like, being ashamed of having this outburst. For,
1: for, like, just a moment, showing a glimpse of her personality.
0: Yeah, like, she clearly she clearly cares. It clearly matters to her, if he calls her that. But she doesn't want to go further into that.
1: Like, she's she's a very timid person. But... He does the right thing in this situation. Yeah. So I did want to write down that his immediate reaction is to call her by her last name, which I thought is kind of yeah. really fitty.
0: <laughs> yeah, but then... He gets around to he calls yeah. her by her first name, and she he and he then comments on how she turned red from that, and then they have a nice little laugh after she says yep. that that makes her happy. Speaking of,
1: I thought this was a good mention to comment. I didn't really notice, but Makoto's laugh is the absolute worst. Yeah, I uh, it's it's, it's in like- fact. <laughs> It's like, here's a little montage. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: It's horrible. It's (laughs) it's a pretty bad laugh. It's it's a pretty bad laugh. And that's the end of that scene, basically. They laugh a bit about it. Then they meet again on the train station. Uh, Like, they come to uh, the train station. They're just standing there, like, sort of waiting for the train. They're not talking that much. But Kotonoha talks to him. So to
1: they him. say goodbye. And then I notice that there's a small shot of Kotonoha's hands. She's like, uh, what would you call this? She's like, you know. She has her hands folded. His hands folded. Kind of. and it's like moving them around. Yeah, like nervously. Like, yeah, like she's trying to convince herself to do something. Mm-hmm. And then she asks him to close his eyes.
0: Which mm-hmm. would be very easy to do. You yeah. know, she she clearly just wants to do something and told you one thing to do, which is close your eyes. He does that and purses his lips.
1: Of course, immediately expecting a kiss. Immediately demanding a kiss yeah. from her. So then she, she like she moves f- towards him. Then we see... Then a, she gets hit by the train. Then <laughs> 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 the train drives by Yeah. and we don't see what happens. And then we see his face super shocked mm-hmm. and... She kissed his cheek. I just... Sorry, when I first watched this episode, I thought I should play that. It was my favorite scene.
0: Yeah, because, like... But it's also, like, a very important scene. Because he clearly demanded to be kissed on the lips here. He closed his eyes, pursed his lips, and was clearly expecting a kiss. And she kisses his cheek. Says goodbye to him, walks off, and he just stands there as the train yeah. goes
1: away. Yeah, he stands there like his brain short circuited. Yeah, like, like he's super frozen, dumbstruck. And another thing is, while we see, while while we see her kissing his cheek, the train slows down, mm. and you can really hear this. It's like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wrote, it, I wrote it down as the train sounds very discouraging. Yeah. <laughs> and then after she walks away and he keeps standing
0: there, the, the train drives off again. He missed the train. He's just... He's he's lost all sense of time. He's frozen there. And we can hear a voice
1: calling. Please beware of the closing doors. The doors oh! are closing, Mikoto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, the doors are closing. <laughs> it's like...
0: Like the thing in this situation isn't that she doesn't want him, right? It's not that she's like, you're not gonna get what you want. It's, I'm not ready for it and I'm willing to assert it. I don't want this right now. I don't want to kiss you on the lips right now and you're not gonna get it just because you want it. And that is the assertiveness we so rarely get from Kotonoa. Her like actually doing the thing she wants, not the thing she thinks Makoto wants. And I thought it was just amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. And she seems really happy about it too
0: Yeah and that was a really satisfying end to the episode A really satisfying end to the show School days It was very nice how this episode ended here And there wasn't another scene after that Because man they could have really like oof, They could have done some bad things with that reaction mm-hmm. But leaving
1: it vague is very nice I mean the episode I, I assume the episode original just ended there So in order to fill the episode They just recycled some footage Ah yeah <laughs> Did you notice? I didn't notice but you mentioned it what, what exactly was going on there? So, first, I've mentioned this before in the previous episode. We get a shot of Makoto's house from the outside, mm. and then a shot of Makoto in his room. And I've compared this to the first scene in the, in the show, and they are completely identical.
0: <laughs> okay, so they just literally
1: reused <laughs> they just, the footage They there. reused two shots, six seconds of episode. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nothing else
0: is happening in his room. He's always in his pajamas. He's always just sitting on his bed. You don't have to do new shots.
1: Mm. Easy. He's sitting there in his bedroom. He's on the phone with Sakai, and she tells him that he earlier he looked like he was about to cry and asked what's wrong, mm. which made me question when did he look did like they he meet
0: was in between.
1: Did yeah. she look through the phone? Did she see him <laughs> through the phone? Did he looked like he was about to have cry. A vi- I don't think this universe
0: has video call technology yet. I think she has a telescope in her house. <laughs> <laughs> she just lives right next to him. No, she doesn't. She, her train comes from the other direction. She can't <laughs> live next to him. We. This is established lore. I'm sorry for being
1: so foolish. So they just met somewhere, I guess.
0: Yeah, they, and she says, like, at the start of it, so things went well in the way that, like, he was explaining just now what's happening in this whole mm-hmm. situation. And then uh, he says, it does, didn't feel like anything at all, like not, not nothing much had happened, which is what she follows then with that. But you looked like you were crying and all that. And she tells him in the situation that, hey, this is a good thing. The relationship is finally getting going. You're yeah, finally it's good. at the point now where stuff is up. Just keep it going. Up. And he says, like, questioningly, going? Is, hmm, in a way, like, are things getting going? Then he lays down on his back, on his bed, with the phone in hand. Mm-hmm. And he says, hey, Sikai. And she says, like, hmm, yeah, Yeah. what? And then he says a very important line. Mm, The most important line yet. The most important line yet and one that is going to change the entire show from this point on. Because up to this point, like, this episode actually made me think, you know what? There's a solid romance story in this. Like a story about two people who kind of have to learn to get along with each other. Like they work differently and she's clearly a lot more eager than him. But he can learn to respect her and to respect like who she is as a person. This is not a love story with perfect people. But it's a love story that I'd actually be kind of interested in seeing. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And we've seen there's some good writing here. There's some, like, subtle character writing here in how these people perceive relationships that feels like it was written by people who actually care, who, like, actually know how to write a love story. But then he says a certain line, uh, which I've written down here.
1: Mm.
0: Not the Japanese version of it, (laughs) but the English translation of of the dub we were using. Mm. And he says to Sekai on the phone, I'm kind of getting tired of spending time with Kotonoa. And that's
1: how the episode ends. And that's how the episode ends. Wow, so any kind of any kind of confidence that I've built up for him just vanishes immediately. Yeah. It's like she goes up to the roof to talk to him. She tells him her opinion and she kisses him on the cheek. And he immediately decides, I don't want this anymore. Yeah. She shows shows any kind of personality of her own. I would have to show any kind of commitment. I'm not interested. Yeah, he's like...
0: (sighs) He's this epitome of a shitty high school boyfriend. He doesn't actually care about her. He just wants to get the kiss. He just wants to get what he wants. Everything he did before that made me think like... Hey, maybe he gets her. Maybe he's being respectful right now because he respects her as a person is in this moment revealed as he did it to get not in her pants but to get the kiss. Maybe to maybe get Maybe later her pants. to get in the pants uh, because like as soon as she takes a tiny step back away from him shows any kind of concern, any kind of want. He immediately expects the reward. Oh my god. I just
1: kind of realized how much more show there is. This is gonna get so much worse.
0: Yeah, it's so frustrating. This guy is so frustrating. And we hope you enjoyed the first three episodes of this show. Because it's all downhill from here. Maybe like we, we talked about at the start of the show about this being at least to me, to you probably too, the worst anime ever. Something I passionately hate. And these three episodes, especially this one, actually made me think, you know what, why do I hate this? Like, there is good stuff in there. There is stuff in there that's fun to talk about and fun to think about and that's well written. It's because we've only gotten to this point so far.
1: Yeah, there's, there's so much more.
0: The bad shit is coming. And we'll get to it. Okay, And we'll get through it. Mm. And we'll analyze it in the same way that we've analyzed everything else so far. It's gonna hurt. It's gonna be tough. But we'll get there. We'll get there soon. In two weeks' time. When we get into the fourth episode, where shit starts rotten. And... Then to the fifth episode, which I, is—I
1: only specifically remember the fifth episode. I
0: remember things about the fourth episode, and it starts really going to shit there. Okay. And then we'll get through the rest of it with you, hopefully listening to you in the future, listening to you in the future after society <laughs> to has you collapsed. In a thousand years. After society has <laughs> collapsed, and school days is the only anime left.
1: That's a sad world to live in.
0: That's a sad world to live in, but I wouldn't have it any other way.
1: <laughs> what?
0: <laughs> because that would really, like, raise listenership to our podcast.
1: Yeah, but the School Days is the only media that's left. Not our the only media. I, I said the only anime.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm fine giving up every other anime for our show to be popular. Wow. <laughs>
1: okay, the outro. The outro. <laughs> the outro. It's it's again the song in the images on the phone are different in every episode. Mm-hmm. In the first episode we had four images in shown in a row. In the second there were five. Mm-hmm. So naturally in this one there's nine. Ah,
0: yeah. There's a lot of images actually. Maybe it's just because the song is longer. And they like No, to make it's not room it's not.
1: Uh, the 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 images are just shown for shorter amounts of time. Okay, okay, okay. They just wanted to cram more images in there. Okay, what do we get? What do we get? We get uh, first Kokoro Then Kotonoha, then Hikari, then Nanami, who had a very major role in this, Mm -hmm. that's boy. Mm -hmm. She had a very major role in this episode. She she said like two sentences. She said
0: a few sentences, and she was there. Mm -hmm. Then Kato, Mm or
1: Regina George, we know the name now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we did the last time. (laughs) (laughs) We did the last time, absolutely, I said it. Regina George. Didn't you listen, I said it. (laughs) And then um, an image of Squad, all three of them on one image. Mm. Then Setsuna. And the most important, Sakai in her radish uniform. Oh.
0: <laughs> yeah, I didn't I missed that. I didn't see her in the radish uniform in there. And then Sakai and Kotono in an image. That's hmm. the last one. I think we had that in an early episode too, like having a shared image between the two of them at the end. Mm. Or like in every episode I think we've had a shared image I of the so. two of them at the end.
1: In the last episode, I I wrote down all the lyrics, and, but I thought I'm not interested at all. In them. Yeah. I wrote them down again. I'm even less interested this time. Oh, okay, what are they? They're so... Them? They're just weird. It's, it looks like a very weird translation. Do you want to read them out? Okay, I'm going to try it.
0: The leisurely swirling gusts of wind shine but a moment. I get what you mean with a weird translation. In this unforgettable memory of the time we gazed at each other. The tightly raveled pain is our twining fingertips. Where should I turn? Hold me gently, please, in this frozen moment of time. Where should I turn this cry of emotion that can't be expressed in words? Where does this ceaseless sadness come from? Tell me into the spreading. This is nothing. This, <laughs> this is, is absolutely nothing. nothing. There's nothing here.
1: Maybe, maybe maybe if you take like the first letter of every word And rearrange the order There's a secret message in there uh,
0: Okay, we take the thir- first three yeah. lines The first letters are TIT
1: <laughs> so, Of course, it's Golden Of is, course it,
0: it all makes sense And then it's H-W-W-I TIT So let's remember for the next episode Because we have to put all of them together at the end We now have TIT HUI. And let's see what we get in the next one. Uh, Mm -hmm. So all of it makes sense at the end. All right. (laughs) I'm sure we get there. That was School Days Episode 3. Yeah. Only goes down here from here. (laughs) Only down there from here. Down down here. It only goes down here. Baby, it it goes uh, near far wherever you are. This
1: is the end. It goes (laughs) down. This is the end. Bye. Have fun. Stay home. Have fun,
0: stay home, wash don't your leave hands. the house. Wash your hands five times every day and stay like six feet away from everybody else. Uh, if they can cough at you and you feel the droplets, you're too close. And also, wash your hands immediately. Bye bye. Don't die. Good night.
1: Good night. <laughs> Deb. YOLO. Deb. Hashtag uh, <laughs> Slay Queen. Bye bye.